Hi everyone and welcome to the Prefect Perspective. I'm your host Erin and today we're going to be talking about mental health. I'm joined by our Outreach Prefect Rosie, Hi. our Social Prefect Daisy Hi. and Charity Prefect Harmon. At the start of February we did quite a lot of things in school about Children's Mental Health Week and um, we thought it'd be good to have a conversation on here about being more open about your mental health and some things that you can do to help yourself and also your friends and family around you. So we'll start with how you can open up a bit more and talk ways to help you talk to people about your mental health. I really think it's very important to be more embracing and open about mental health. I think as a, as a society, we've got better at doing that. But for too long, I do believe a stigma has existed around mental health, perhaps because in the past we've only perceived an illness or a disability as something visible or on the exterior. Um, and it's only been recently where we've actually sort of come to terms with the illnesses or things that we struggle with can also exist sort of mentally inside. Um, and also, I think it's important to just um, embrace it in terms of the fact that it's actually much more common than you might think. I think we, um, when we were having a look at um, information and statistics around it, we found that one in four people experience problems every year. Um, and that's, I think that there are lots of statistics like that, which actually might shock you if you do some research into it. And I think it's, um, that's a really good thing to do to raise your awareness around it. So I just think the code to live by, we need to be more accepting and kind to ourselves when we're struggling. I think it's good to look out for signs in yourself and, and other people around you because you might find that your friends or your family could even be um, sharing some of those experiences. Um, and yeah, I think it's also normal for people to be struggling more at the moment. I know I found um, my mental health, I find more challenges in lockdown because I think usually when uh, we have setbacks or things um I don't know, things challenge us in normal day-to-day -day life before COVID. We could go out, we could um, spend time with our friends, things would um, just sort of move along more quickly. Whereas now we've got more time to just be consumed with our thoughts and sort of sit at home. There's less um, opportunity to just um, sort of pick yourself up and do other things. So it is harder. But I do think we need to remember that things are looking up. It's getting brighter every day. There's an end to lockdown in sight. Um, and if you're struggling with mental health, the key things to remember is that you're still you. You might not feel like it, but you are still you. Yeah. Um, I think also with Rosie saying about it being historically, it's been perceived in an illness, the medieval era or the Tudor era, even our parents, our grandparents are a lot less thoughtful about how effective mental health is and how it is just as important as breaking your leg or anything else that could be perceived as something that you would go into hospital for. Mental health is just as serious, if not more serious in some cases. And it's partly our generation that have been able to show that mental health is actually really important. And it's something that is prevalent in, as Rosie said, one in four people every year. Yeah, I think it's also important to recognise that mental health is a big term, it covers so many things, so everyone has mental health, it's just whether it's, it might be good or on some days it might be bad on others, and you don't necessarily need to have a mental health disorder to have a bad mental health day, and it's just about recognising that people experience different degrees of it and struggle with different things, and just able to recognise when you are 
struggling with more on a certain day or it might be more than a day it might be a week or a month trying to recognize that within yourself so you might find that um some statistics we say or we find are indeed underreported because like erin said it's really hard to measure mental health or to, to diagnose it it doesn't always it's not that's not always the case I'm sure it um there are varying degrees of um mental health illnesses or just how you cope with it how you struggle with it so I do think that actually you'll find it's, like we said before, a lot more common than you might think. Um, so, of course, people struggle with a lot of mental health issues and a few things you can do to boost your mood. It, it can feel really difficult to get up and do something, particularly when you're struggling. And it can just, it can be so difficult to get over that. But there are a few things you can do to try and increase your mood. Um, so the main thing that you need to focus on is trying to recognise when you're feeling low and then maybe consider what, different things that you've done in the past to help you counteract that but um, different things work for different people so you've really got to consider what works for yourself and obviously it's not going to be a cure-all but it's a good way to take a positive direction. Um, so you can listen to music uh, that's positive mainly because that can help you increase um, a better mood. Uh, close your eyes, don't really stick staring at a screen because we all know things like Instagram and um, like talking to your friends who seem really happy it, it can just make you feel worse so maybe just try and avoid that as hard as it is um make a spotify playlist for your friends put a smile on someone else's face and you know just get in contact with your friends because that's really important and the better support network you have the better you'll feel um maybe immerse yourself in a book or a new exciting show learn to bake or cook something new so say for example with lockdown everyone was making banana breads maybe make cinnamon buns the new fad um, just find something new that excites you um, maybe play games with your family or some of your friends just people who are close to you and um, productivity can be quite difficult and it can feel again really difficult to do anything but maybe Think about some smaller tasks, so for example, maybe tidying your room or organising your work. Just try and take little steps because every step helps towards feeling better. Yeah, definitely. And I think also with what you were saying about social media is quite, if you can learn to recognise what it is that might, there might not be anything that is making you feel this way. It might just be one of those days. But if there is something that has sort of brought it on, if you can learn to recognise that, then you're much more able to do it less. So that might help you have less bad days or whatever. So that's also really important to try and do. Also, I just think um, with these activities, it's really important, even if you feel like it's not something that you want to do at all, if you know it's something that's going to boost your mood. So if you know that baking some cookies is going to make you feel better, even if you don't feel like it, try and do it because worst case scenario, it keeps you on the same level. But usually it makes you feel a little bit better. And especially with baking, you get something yummy in the end. So it's just a win-win, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but also remember that if it is really bad and it, it's one of those things where you just know you can't, don't beat yourself up about not being able to go and bake the cookies or whatever. It's okay if you just need to just feel how you feel and it's too much energy or too much effort to do something else. That's okay. Don't beat yourself up about it. Everyone has those days sometimes maybe just try again tomorrow or the next day until it is easier. Uh, I think also another really important thing is staying active. I know you hear it a lot, but 
fresh air really really does help and if you try and get some fresh air every single day it just really helps boost your mood and just get the endorphins running around your body even if you literally just walk around the block and just do like a 10 minute circuit that is so much better than just sitting in your stuffy room just feeling horrible it's just so nice to get out in the fresh air even if it's not a particularly nice day enjoy the rain rain can be fun (laughs) um also (laughs) you could try and challenge yourself or your friends to do some workouts at home if you're looking for something a bit more active than just a walk because that can make you feel a lot better about yourself and get the blood pumping around your body if you really feel like it you could go for a run i know it is a bit risky (laughs) but a run can make you feel really good about yourself and I know that it's really not some people's thing but I personally love running and I think it can really make you feel better whatever level you're at you don't have to be Mo Farah you can (laughs) can just go at your own pace and if you really hate running don't forget you can always go on walks with your family and you can go on a walk with one friend as long as it's in your local area and I think that's really nice too because it just gives you a chance to speak to somebody else not just your parents who might be driving you up the wall. (laughs) Also, try and change your surroundings a bit and just try not to look at your screen all day. I know you say it a lot, but it is really important just to, even if you just move about in the house, that is so much better than just sitting in your bedroom and looking at your iPad. That is just a recipe for disaster. Um, Also, adding to what uh, Daisy has been saying, I, I think, and I completely agree that changing your surroundings is really good. I think um, it's not always easy, especially if you live with lots of siblings, but working in your bedroom, I found um, personally, can be quite um, can be quite hard just because personally, I associate my bedroom with just rest and relaxing or listening to music, just my my own time, my sort of self-love time. So having to work there is hard. So it's really, I personally feel beneficial to just get out and change my surroundings. Like, like Daisy's been saying, go for that walk, go for a run if I possibly dare um but yeah I do think it's important even if you just go down to the kitchen and talk to your family you need to get that variety because in normal life we'd have a lot more variety we'd be we'd be walking to school we'd be with our friends we'd be out um in town in the fresh air so yeah I think it's it's good to kind of replicate that in a, in a way during these you know these weeks of lockdown Another very key thing is to get support and to feel like you can reach out, I think is really vital. Um, We also want to do a little promo here. Um, One of our prefects, our wellbeing prefects, Sarjenia, has put together a fantastic wellbeing pack, which has been sent out to to the school with lots of resources and things that you can be getting on with while you're at home at the moment or you're, you're finding things hard. It's mostly directed, we'd say, at key stage three from like year seven to nine, but it doesn't mean that it's um, limited to those um, those people. Like a lot of the resources we've said, you know, we, you can use throughout the whole, all of the year groups. So definitely check that out if you're looking for something because that's right there. And um, also it's important to have the courage to tell your friends and family you are struggling. I know it's a lot easier said than done, um, but the chances are they'll be very supportive and could even be going through a similar thing like we've said before um so i think really the the benefits of that really do outweigh the cons it's so good to open up i know that some of my friends have struggled or i've struggled at points and i've always preferred it when i've when i've opened up to them or they've opened up to me it makes me feel a lot more i don't know comforted to have that um and likewise check in on your friends give them the opportunity to talk because some people are more reluctant to open up, to 
talk about themselves. That's just part of who they are. And um, so sometimes you need to, to give them that opening, give them that chance. Um, if, you, if you're not quite sure about who to tell, there are always people that um, at school, for example, your tutor, uh, your heads of year, if you find your mental health is particularly affecting your schoolwork um, or you frequently find that the workload's too overwhelming, then it is really essential and important to tell someone at school because um, that's something that can get fixed and noted and people will understand and that there's no bad reflection on you whatsoever if you're struggling because it's completely normal. That's something we can help you with. Um, and last thing I'm going to say on this one is um, there's a great support network at school. So even if you feel a bit nervous about talking to the teachers, like I've just said, then there's always older girls you can talk to like us, honestly, send us an email anytime. Um, we, we'd be glad to, to hear from you. And um, I just think that there are so many opportunities to reach out. So don't be, don't be scared to. Yeah. Yeah, with that, remember that there's the WorryBot email address, which I will put in the description box. And um, there's also lots of online resources at the moment that are available. So. Some websites that I know of are, are there's Mind, which you've probably heard of. It's a charity that provides lots of support for people dealing with mental health issues. Um, and there's a, it's got a page there that has loads of online stuff. So it's got some information, some resources, like apps or chat boxes. And then everyone's heard of Childline, but um, they've got lots of stuff on their website as well and you can also do this thing where you do an online chat with a counsellor it might be you just need to talk and get something off your chest but you don't want to talk to a friend because you find that too difficult and that's quite a good way of doing it or it might be that you actually want some advice or anything um and then there's some you've probably heard of the headspace app or the calm app those are quite good for meditation if you think that's something that you might try even just give it a go and see whether it works for you um and also i'll just add in that i think bbc have just released a new um platform about well-being i think it's called bbc headspace um and bbc have always been really good for resources and videos and um so i think that's a good online place to look as well if you want also don't forget that meditation is not necessarily sitting in your room with your leg crossed and trying to clear your mind of everything it's just taking a moment for yourself and trying to not think about the things that are stressing you out it's anything when you're not thinking about everything else that's going on in your life can be considered as meditation if you just close your eyes and have a bit of a rest in your brain that's absolutely perfect and will probably help so we've mentioned earlier about reaching out to your friends and checking in with them because if they're struggling with mental health issues, the main thing that you can do to help them is just be there to listen and be supportive. Yeah, so basically, as someone who's personally gone through a lot of mental health issues and has um, a lot of mental health issues within my family and stuff, I think for a while I was unsure about how to talk to friends with, about my issues and stuff. And I think there's general a lot of people who just don't really know how to best spot their friends. So I think the overall main point is that you don't need to try and fix your friend. Just as long as you lend like an open ear, it would shock you like how much it would change people's lives and how grateful they are. Um, and it can be really, really hard to open up in the first place, particularly as like people go through like social withdrawals and they kind of isolate themselves. So it's like being in your own personal coronavirus isolation but no one else being able to see it no one else being in the same position as you 
So um, just make sure you check up on your friends and make sure that they actually know they can talk to you. Because like a lot of people say, oh, you know, you can talk to me about anything, but make sure you actually open up the dialogue and you like you ensure that they know that you can actually provide support and that you're willing to just listen to them. And the relationship between yourself and your friend, it doesn't need to change. And most times, just by listening to your friend, your friendship can become like a whole new level because they it, it means just an incredible amount. And you can still talk about things you talked about before. They don't need you to mollycoddle them or just be like more sensitive because they're dealing with things like they still want to be your friend. They still want to talk to you about everyday things. Um, and they're still the same person that they were before. It might feel like they're completely different and you might feel scared to talk to them about different things, but they are the same person. They just need some time to get back on their feet and they just need just their friends. Um, yeah, I think, um, as Harmon said, it's really important that you don't tread on eggshells around your friends if they're, if they're struggling and don't think, oh, I can't say that because my problems are really irrelevant compared to my friend's problems because... Quite a lot of the time, your friend will probably just want a bit of normality and will just want to hear about your petty rubbish that comes out of your mouth about, I broke my toothbrush this morning or something. Because at the end of the day, they just want life to be back to normal and any interaction that you can give them, any love, all the support that you are giving your friends, that that's what they really need. They don't, they don't want you to be different around them because that's what they're trying to fight themselves so yeah um as harman said like just don't try and be different when you're with them just be the same and just be your loving selves so hopefully you found that helpful i'll put any links to the online resources that we mentioned in the description box below so please have a look at them if you're struggling thank you so much for listening and if you have any requests or suggestions for a future podcast then you can DM us on the Prefect Instagram or email me at e.price at not.gdst.net. Bye for now. Bye. 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 Bye.